The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. On a Sabbath, Jesus went to dine at the home of one of the leading Pharisees. And the people there were observing him carefully. He told a parable to those who had been invited, noticing how they were choosing the places of honor at the table. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not recline at table in a place of honor. A more distinguished guest than you may be invited by him, and the, ho- and the host who invited both of you may approach you and say, Give your place to this man. And then you would proceed with embarrassment to the lowest place. Rather, when you are invited, go and take the lowest place so that when the host comes to you, he may say, My friend, move up to a higher position. Then you will enjoy the esteem of your companions at the table. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Then he said to the host who invited him, When you hold a lunch or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or your wealthy neighbors in case they might invite you back and you have repayment. Rather, when you hold a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind. Blessed indeed will you be because of their inability to repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord. So one of the things that I love doing in the summertime, and I haven't gotten to do too much of it, is water skiing because we've had this crummy weather. But I love not only water skiing myself, but my favorite thing to do actually is to teach other people how to water ski. And so like this summer, I got to teach my, uh, my middle sister, Christy, who's getting married this fall. I taught her how to wakeboard. And uh, she got up on her first try wakeboarding. So that was pretty exciting. And then I taught my oldest niece, Kelsey, um, how to water ski. So we, had, we have some little, little kid skis and um, on her third or fourth try she finally got up water skiing and you know went like 50 yards. So that was pretty awesome to do. And one of the tips that I always tell people, so whenever I'm training them or teaching them how to ski, one of the things I always say is you gotta stay low, okay? So you gotta keep your center of gravity low. So I tell them you gotta stay down like this like the whole time until you get comfortable. And then when you get comfortable, you can stand up. Because the tendency is, like when, when we get out water skiing, like to stand up right away. And what happens if you stand up right away? You fall, right? You crash and you end up falling over because we don't have that low center of gravity. And so I'm always teaching them how to do that. So I do, I want to give like a little demonstration here. So is there any water skis out here that could come up and just help me out real quick? Or football players. I'll use a football player too. Or swimmers. <laughs> Jacob, help me out real quick. Your dad's been tapping you this whole time. I swear it won't be too embarrassing. Just help me out real quick. All right, so Jacob, stand up here. Jacob, are you taller than me now? He's tall. He's like, yeah. All right. So I want you to notice. He's like way taller than me. Okay, low center of gravity, all right? Because I'm going to try to push you over, all right? So get your center of gravity low so that I can't push you over. So do that right now, okay? Get low. Put your arms out in front. Pretend you're water skiing. All right, get a little bit lower. I'm going to knock you over right now. I've never water skied. Oh, you've never water skied? No. <laughs> all right, well, pretend you're diving or something. I don't know. Get low, all right? So watch this. A little bit lower. Okay, if I try to push him. 
actually, he's pretty strong. See that? Okay. Wow, that's great, Jacob. You should take up water skiing. All right. So that's like a low center of gravity. I can't knock him over. Now, I want you to get like as tall and as high as you can. Actually, get, get like on your tippy toes. Put your arms up like you're diving or something. Get all your weight up high. High center of gravity. Okay? See how easy it was to push him? Thank you. Jacob, you're going to be a good water skier. And a good priest, I think. So, like, the whole idea is, so water skiing, football, like, all the sports, you tell the kids, keep your center of gravity low, all right? Because if you do, you're going to maintain your balance, and it's going to be really hard to knock you over. If you don't, if you, keep your, if you stand up tall and keep your center of gravity high, it's really easy to fall over. It's really easy to lose your balance. It's really easy to get knocked over. Well, the same concept is true of the spiritual life. We can keep our spiritual center of gravity low as well. And if we do, it's really easier to maintain our balance. It's, it's a lot more difficult for Satan or the enemy or even people to knock us over if we keep our spiritual center of gravity low. And that's humility. And the opposite of humility is pride. If we keep our center of gravity high, and you know, if we're, if we're kind of self-righteous or prideful or anything like that, it's really easy to get knocked over. It's really easy to get knocked down. Even the wind can kind of shift us, you know. So when our center of gravity is high in the spiritual life, we kind of get tossed around by the world. It's really easy to get knocked around by the world. But again, if we can maintain that posture that is low, we remain strong, and it's very difficult to knock us over. Now, Mother Teresa, you know, who's one of the, our greatest uh, saints of this time, always talked about humility. You know, and all the saints will talk about humility being the greatest virtue. And the funny thing about Mother Teresa, she was a really short woman. And not only was she really short, but you see, anytime you see pictures of her or statues of her, she's always like, you know, as she got older and older, she was crouched over like this. So she kind of had the, the physical humility down. But she talks about this whole notion of spiritual humility. She says that humility is the mother of all virtues. It's beyond purity, charity, and obedience. It is being humble that our love becomes real, devoted, and ardent. If you are humble, nothing can touch you because you know what you are. If you are blamed, you will not be discouraged. If they call you a saint, you will not put yourself on a pedestal. What she's trying to say is that if we remain spiritually humble, if we keep our spiritual center of gravity low, we're not going to get tossed around by the world. You know, so if somebody says something bad about us or criticizes us, it's not going to affect us that much because our, our spiritual center of gravity is low. It's not going to shake us up. Or if somebody says something really good about us or, you know, tries to say that we're, we're a saint or we're holy, it's not going to like, we're not going to get up on a pedestal and say, look at me, I'm the best. We're going to have this spiritual center of gravity. And so she has this like recipe for, for humility and some have compiled it. It's Mother Teresa's 15 points of humility. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you 15. They're very brief and I don't, you don't need to memorize all 15 or even remember all 15. What I want you to do is remember one. Try to, try to remember one of these and then throughout your week, live it out. And I, I'm sure for each and every one of you, at least one of these is going to apply. So here's Mother Teresa's 15 ways of humility. Your 15 ways to keep a low spiritual center of gravity. Number one, 
Speak as little as possible about yourself. Number two, keep busy with your own affairs and not the affairs of others. Number three, avoid curiosity and gossip. Number four, do not interfere with the affairs of others. Number five, accept irritations with good humor. Number six, do not dwell on the faults of others. Number seven, accept censures even if unmerited. So censures are kind of like punishments or imprisonment or um, difficulties. Accept censures even if unmerited. Number eight, give in to the will of others and not your own will. Number nine, Accept insults and injuries. Number 10, accept content, being forgotten and disregarded. Number 11, be courteous and delicate even when provoked by someone. Number 12, do not seek to be admired, praised, or loved. Number 13, do not protect yourself behind your own dignity. Number 14, give in in discussions, even when you are right. Number 15, choose always the more difficult task. This is, these are Mother Teresa's 15 kind of ways of living out humility. My hope is that each of us will just kind of pick one and focus on it because it's only by practicing humility that we can truly have a low spiritual center of gravity. When we live a humble life, we're not going to be as easily or as quickly knocked around by the world or as quickly knocked around by, by the devil or the enemy. And uh, we can truly live a life that is good and virtuous. And as Mother Teresa said, humility is the mother of all virtues.